0: This program has been made possible by the friends and partners of Joyce Meyer Ministries.
1: If you can't change yourself by trying, how can you change yourself? God, you're right. I want to be everything you want me to be, and I can't do it without you. Help me. Philippians 4, 5, Paul said to the Philippians, live unselfishly. For the Lord is near. I love that. That, that, was, that was why he's saying, okay, straighten up. <laughs> it's time to get it right. It's time to quit making excuses. It's time to quit being silly. It's time to get off the fence. It's time to be red hot on fire. The Lord is near. <laughs> he's near. He's coming soon. If there's ever been a time to get very serious about our walk with God, this is the time. And and I'll just tell you this, there's a lot of people in the world that, yes, they love God, but they're not serious about their walk with God. And we're going to say that's none of you. It's only the people watching by TV. Yeah, you were watching it before you got here. And you're going to go home, watch it some more. Amen. Colossians 3, 2, set your mind and keep it set. Make your mind up. Make your mind up to take better care of yourself. Make your mind up to improve your health. You want me to meddle for a few minutes? Make your mind up to stop living on junk food. You sure you want me to meddle? You say, well, what does this have to do with the Bible? It has a lot to do with the Bible. God even tells us what to eat and what not to eat in the Bible. (laughs) And Paul said, I buffet my body. He did not say, I buffet my body. <laughs> the Bible says that we're supposed to bear the fruit of the Spirit. You will know them by their fruit. Just kindness is so amazing. So amazing. Patience is so Amazing. I got a ways to go with that. Patience is so amazing. And I, I have it in me. I'm pregnant with patience. I just haven't fully given birth yet. <laughs> I mean, if you're pregnant with some few things you haven't fully given birth to yet. All right. But we're going to bear down and push. <laughs> Come on. You know the Holy Ghost says, "Come on, honey, you can do it. I'm your coach. Push." <laughs> set your mind and keep it set. Ephesians 4:22. Strip yourselves of your former nature. Put off and discard your old unrenewed self, which characterized your previous manner of life and becomes corrupt through lust and desires that spring from delusion, and be constantly renewed in the spirit of your mind, having a fresh mental and spiritual attitude, and put on the new nature, the regenerate self created in God's image. So, what's this saying? Put off the old man, put on the new man, and the way you do it is through continually day after day, renewing your mind and your attitude. Okay, now listen, I can do this for another two hours, but we don't have the time, and so I'm going to try to wrap this up for you real quick. You want to change, I want to change. But behavior modification does not come through struggle and effort. Although we do need to make a decision, we cannot do it without God's help. And actually, He is the one who changes us. And when we change, He should be the one that gets all the credit and all the glory. But nonetheless, we do have to want it. And we do have to be willing sometimes to sacrifice or to maybe go through a few things that are not real easy in order to get it. You know, God getting us to do things his way sometimes takes a little bit of dealing with us in our life. God told Jonah to go to Nineveh, he went to Tarshish. He got on a ship, he was gonna get as far away from God as he could. Lo and behold, a big storm comes up. The storm got so bad that the men threw him overboard. God prepared a big fish to swallow him. Three days and nights he's in the belly of the fish. Well, he got tired of that real quick and he prayed. (laughs) And the fish spit him out. And God showed up again and said the same thing to him that he did before his bad trip go to Nineveh. So we can do this the easy way or the hard way. You can go to the fish's belly. Before you go to Nineveh, (laughs) or you can just do it the first time that God says to do it. Amen. How many of you have been wrestling with God about something, just trying to get him to change his mind? Just, I just, this is too hard. I can't do this. Come on. It's, it's it's, it's, (laughs) most of the room. Okay. Look at me and let me tell you something. God's going to get his way. And you can make it hard or easy. (laughs) That's the bottom line. God's going to get his way. You can make it hard or easy. Well, if you can't change yourself by trying, how can you change yourself? God, you're right. I want to be everything you want me to be. And I can't do it without you. Help me. And then what God wants you to do is commit to studying the word. And I suggest studying the word in the area where you're having problems. You know what? If you've got a bad temper, studying on prosperity is not what you need. It's not just random, the Word of God is medicine, it's medicine for your soul. The Word of God has the power to change us, to save our souls. Our spirit is good, it's our souls that need help. Are you with me? How many of you need help with your mind? How about help with your mouth? How about help with your behavior? How many of you are a little selfish, you need to get beyond that? Okay well then. Everything that we need for every specific problem, there's a bunch of scriptures in the Bible about that situation. Use the concordance in the back of your Bible. If you're having a problem with something, go look it up and then look up every scripture, read it, commit it to... Well, you don't even really have to, I'm going to memorize this. If you read it enough, you will memorize it. Write them out in longhand, study them. Look up the meanings of them. Look up the meanings. Use a regular dictionary. Study. Don't just read, "study." James: 121. So get rid of all uncleanness and the rampant outgrowth of wickedness, and in a humble, gentle, modest spirit receive and welcome the word which implanted and rooted in your hearts contains the power to save your souls. This has the power. Because you know what? This is Jesus. The Word made flesh who came to dwell among us. Jesus is the Word, the Word is Jesus. The power of the Holy Ghost is in this book. You know that? You didn't spend a weekend sitting out there listening to three people talk, 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 Just because we're just talking. This stuff is going beyond your brain and getting down into your spirits. And you can actually feel something happening. We're being educated way beyond our brain. Desire is being birthed in you. Determination is being birthed in birthed in you. Vision is being birthed in you. How many of you believe more since you came in here than you ever have, that you can have a different life than what you've been having, that things can be much better than what they have been? Amen. Now watch this. It has the power to save your souls, but be doers of the word, obey the message, and not just a listener. Betraying yourselves into deception which is reasoning contrary to the truth. Learn how to meditate on the word. Learn how to speak the word. Get that list that I told you about, that's got the 48 things on it about who you are in Christ off of the internet. I counted them today, 48 different things. Start confessing those things every day. Believe that you are who God says you are and then in your experience, you will become what you believe. What you believe becomes your reality. Well, I hope the teaching today was very helpful to you. And now Ginger joins with me to answer some of your questions about the thought life. Well, we should not run out of questions today. That's there for are sure. Many
0: questions <laughs> about this topic. It's such a big topic, and it's it's something that we never finish renewing our mind. It's an ongoing process, so there's always something new that comes up. We have great questions from people needing some help. Um, Tanel from Texas says, I feel a lot of pressure and fear of failure when it comes to renewing my mind. When I make mistakes, it's very hard for me to recover and not feel condemned. So how do you renew your mind but still be happy with yourself even when you're not perfect?
1: You know, just this morning, God was dealing with me about a couple of different things, which... You know, I think for most of us, it's a regular or a semi-regular thing. Yeah. And I've really come to appreciate that, and not um, not let that bother me or condemn me. And the thing that I was thinking this morning, and I hope that this will help the the woman asking the question, is that even though I have an area or two or three where God is showing me that I need to come up higher, or that it's, or that it You know, I'm doing something wrong. I know that even during that, he still loves me completely. Mm. And I do believe that so many of the issues that people deal with, insecurity, fear of failure, fears of rejection, I really believe it's connected to not being 100% sure that God loves us unconditionally. And I was kind of thinking about that word unconditionally, and I think that we've thrown that word around so much that maybe it just kind of passes our, we don't grasp it like we should. And so when, when, I, when I thought that this morning, even in the midst of dealing with this, mm-hmm. and it was something about thoughts. It was something about thoughts in the way I think about some people that would tend to annoy me. <laughs> <laughs> Which we all deal with yeah. all the time. And, uh I thought, you know what? Even in the midst of this, God still loves me completely. Yeah. I kind of like the word completely. You know, He, there's never a moment in our lives, Ginger, when God doesn't love us. Mm. He doesn't. I mean, He doesn't want us to do wrong things because it hurts us. I mean, yes, maybe it hurts Him too, but I, I, it hurts us and it hurts our relationships with people. And so when God corrects us, I mean, the Bible says in Hebrews 12 that it's, Always because He loves us. And I think if people can just remember that we're not on some kind of a mission to buy God's love all the time with our perfect behavior, then you can even receive correction with joy yes. because you know that it's for your benefit.
0: And it's really that he he cares more about our progress than he does about our failures along the way. Absolutely. We have to have those. And
1: he wants us to celebrate that. Yeah. Not get so focused on what you do wrong that you don't see how much you've changed.
0: Right. Celebrating that progress. Great. This is a question from um, Louisiana, and they say, My background is like yours, except I had an alcoholic mother also. I grew up never knowing what love was. Now, as a Christian, I know I have been saved in my head, but how do I change my thoughts so that I feel it in my heart?
1: The only way to change our thoughts, and I, I think, you know, even to say, How do I change my thoughts? It's something that God has to help us do. Mm -hmm. I'm not saying we don't have a part in it because the Bible does say that we are to cast down wrong thoughts. But everything goes back to, it's not just that I need to renew my mind, but my mind is renewed through studying the Word of God. That's an important difference. Yeah, there's no other way because the Word is truth and it has power. And Thoughts that don't agree with the word are lies, and they have power too, but negative power. And everything that God offers always trumps anything the enemy gives us. So instead of fighting with thoughts, and let's just say that I'm having all these thoughts about something that somebody did that hurt me, and I just keep having angry thoughts, and I keep having thoughts of revenge, and I keep having thoughts about, you know, self-pitying thoughts or whatever. They shouldn't have treated me that way. I don't think that I can just fight that. I think that we fight the good fight of faith with the Word of God. That is the sword of the Spirit. And so what I would do in a situation like that, if I was going through something like that, I would certainly pray. And if I didn't get a breakthrough just from prayer, then I would purposely look up scriptures that i knew mm-hmm. that was telling me that anger doesn't promote the righteousness that god deserves and that god is my god is the one who brings justice in my life he is my recompense i can trust him to do those things and i have found for me that the power that's in the word is what will calm my soul down and my mind is part of my soul and then sometimes i just have to talk to myself a little bit using scripture and just saying well you know, Joyce, you don't do everything right either. And there's times when you hurt people's feelings and probably don't even know it. And uh, you know, Joyce, God forgives you umpteen times every day so you can forgive somebody else. So we have to let the Word do the renewing of our mind.
0: Yeah. Very good. And that actually answered the next question perfectly, because <laughs> she was asking, what are those practical steps? Is it, is it reading the Bible? Is it being diligent? Is it trusting the Holy Spirit? And it's all those things. Yeah. So and let me just good. say
1: that reading the Bible, I don't think is our answer. I've seen this so clearly in the last two years, especially, that I need to keep bringing that to people. It's not just reading the Bible, I mean, I hate to say this, but that phrase almost aggravates me anymore because we hear that all the time. Do you read your Bible? Do you read your Bible? But we need to study the Bible. There's a difference in just glancing over something Mm -hmm. or even perhaps reading it just to. I did it. Yeah, just to say, I did it or, you know, hurry up, got that done today. There's a difference in that and studying. And I tell people all the time, and I just feel like we should say this today. If you're having problems with your mind, First of all, God's the one that has to make the changes in us. Now, that doesn't mean that we don't have any part in it because we obviously do. But there are some things that you have enough information on that, I mean, there are times when I have a bad thought and I can just cast it down and go on about my business. But there are times too when maybe if there's a a, a real strong emotion involved or it's a lifetime habit, Mm -hmm. then I'm going to need a little more help Right. than just casting down. Because I can cast down, it'll come back 500 times a day. So that's when I need to go to the Word and study in the area where I'm having the problem. I think a lot of times people just try to buckshot apply the Word. <laughs> and it has yeah. to be in the area where we're having the problem. I tell people all the time, you know, if, uh, if I've got a bad temper... Reading a book on success is not going to help my temper. I need to study in the area yeah. where I'm having a problem. If I have a headache, I don't stick a Band-Aid on my head. So we need to get smart enough to apply the Word just like it was medicine for our soul.
0: So you're you're talking about digging in. I yeah. Mean, this, this isn't something that we want to take lightly because it's life-changing. Right. So when God gives us all of these tools, He yeah. gives us His Holy Spirit. He gives us His Word. Right. So we need to take that stance of, "I'm going to do what it takes." Yeah, and to you know something. Let I'm him just, help me through this. Yeah,
1: something I'm thinking right now that people could do. OK, instead of getting a series of my CDs and just listening to them while you're riding in the car, which that's great, you know, never hurts us to listen more than once, listen to it, going to work and coming home. But if you're really struggling in an area, sit down with those CDs, get your Bible out. Get some paper out, and every time I mention a scripture, even if I quote it, Hmm. open your Bible and look at it. There's something about looking at it that helps get it in you. Even when I'm studying to preach, if it's something that I've preached 10 times before, I still get my Bible out and I look at the scriptures because there's power in that word.
0: And for me, it's writing it down, too. Something about writing it on a piece of paper makes me remember it, makes me think about it in a deeper way.
1: I totally agree with that. And sometimes even just to look up definitions of words are helpful. So I I think that I don't want people to think that study the Bible is so ominous that, oh, well, I, I can't do that. There is so much information available to us today that there is absolutely no excuse really for anybody not to know the Word. It's just a matter of taking the time.
0: It's an investment.
1: To do it. It is an investment.
0: Yeah. I love this question because this really takes it down to the the very basics that are so important. Uh, this question comes from New York and they say, I would love some advice on a simple way to talk about our thoughts and renewing our mind with our children. In my case, a nine-year-old. <laughs> the earlier we start, the better off we are. So- how do we explain what, what this is that God helps us with?
1: Well, you know, that's a question I've never had to answer, so this is <laughs> going to be strictly a lean on God thing. Uh, I think maybe the first thing to do would be to help your children realize that they do have a conversation going on in their head all the time. I think that a lot of times, even for me as an adult, I had, I had no idea the effect that my thoughts were having on me. I mean, I guess I knew that I had thoughts, but nobody had ever... I'd never talked about having thoughts. It was just something I had all my life, but wasn't really paying any I mean, I wasn't even... happens. Yeah, I wasn't even aware that my thoughts could make me miserable. They could make me happy. So I think the first thing to do is to make them aware that they have thoughts all the time and how important they are. And so let's just say, maybe then take advantage of things that happen. Like if your child... Uh, Gets mad at somebody, then talk to them about now, what kind of things are you thinking right now about this person? And you could choose to think something different. So instead of thinking, I'm mad at them, let's write on a piece of paper, I forgive my friend for hurting my feelings. And then you can even, we'll say that together out loud six or seven times a day, and it will help you renew your mind. So I think maybe applying that to certain instances and to make that part of what you talk about in your home on some kind of a semi-regular basis, not that you have to just talk about thoughts all day long, but thoughts and words. wow i ha- I was thinking this morning, I thought oh, I was yesterday, I was walking and I was praying, I thought, Lord, wouldn't it be awesome if I could just recall every negative, unkind <laughs> wrong thought that I've ever had. Wonderful. I mean, words that I've spoken yeah. in my whole life. Amazing. How, just imagine how that would change our lives. And of course, we can't recall them all, but we can start making changes and doing things right. So it will take over the harvest of what yeah. we've done wrong in the past.
0: Well, I think that's a very good answer. That's, <laughs> I mean, it's so helpful, not only for a nine-year-old, but for any of us. It's, yeah. It's just great to understand the the power, not only of, of our thoughts, but the power of the Holy Spirit to help us change our entire outlook, the way that we deal with everything, by being just immersed in God's
1: Word. And we do have not only Battlefield of the Mind, but we have Battlefield of the Mind for teenagers, yeah. and we have Battlefield of the Mind for kids. And so we tried to bring it down to a level that a younger child could understand focusing on the things that they might be dealing with. So I don't even know if the person who asked the question was aware of that. So
0: Yeah, I
1: think, they're available online. I think we're out of time. Is that right?
0: So, you did great. Thank you.
1: Today, we're offering you mind, mouth, moods, and attitudes. Wow. Four hours of teaching on those four subjects. That would have to be something that we could all use and benefit from. And those are CDs. And then victory in your mind, mouth, moods, and attitudes booklet. We need to learn to think the way God thinks and to talk the way God talks.
0: Does your mouth get you in trouble? Do your thoughts automatically go negative? Are you tired of living that way? With God's help, you can change. Learn how to transform your thoughts and words and see how it affects your attitudes for the better with Joyce's four-part CD series, Mind, Mouth, Moods, and Attitudes. i had a lot of anger issues, but um, didn't even realize how, how deep it was until about a year later, after going through the series, I realized, wow, I, I'm not angry like that anymore. It's just good for your heart and your soul, you know, to be happy and to have a good attitude. Along with the CD series, you'll also receive the booklet, Victory in Your Mind, Mouth, Moods, and Attitudes for your gift of $20 or more. Visit us at JoyceMeyer.org or call us toll-free at 1-800-727-9673. So the Bible is God's manual to help us navigate life. But life often gets in the way of knowing the Bible, finding the time, knowing where to begin, and discovering what this all means to you. We understand, and we'd like to help at joycemyerorg slash study, you'll find free resources to help you get more out of the Bible. Whether you're a new Christian or have been walking with Christ for years, so jump in today. The Word. It's free, it's mobile, and it's tailored for you at JoyceMeyer.org. Take the time you need and just breathe. Conquer fear and anxiety and be sweet to your soul at the Love Life Women's Conference. Refresh Through Worship with Chris Tomlin And Torrin Wells With encouraging messages from Joyce Meyer and her guests Stephen Furtick, Annie F. Downs, Lisa Osteen Combs, and Dave Meyer Discover your rest in Christ in spite of your circumstances. Join us in Peachy Sunkissed Atlanta, Georgia, or high up in the mountains of Denver, Colorado. Space is Limited. Register by the end of April for special pricing at joycemyer.org slash love life.
1: It's very important that we remember where we came from and that uh, it is God doing this. I'm very, you know, obviously we work hard and uh, we're partners with God. And I do believe that a lot of people get themselves in trouble because the more successful they become, the more they begin to take liberties that they have no business taking. And one of the things that God has taught me over the years, that is extremely important to him is how we treat people. Mm -hmm. And uh, I know that i fail miserably at times and always treating people the way that I should but I I just think that that really supports the anointing on your life I think if you if God anoints you to do something if you want to maintain that anointing you need that to keep the strife out of your life to be excellent to walk with integrity and you really need to to walk in love and treat people properly
0: We hope you have enjoyed today's program. Please contact us or visit JoyceMeyer.org to share your prayer request, see the conference schedule, or partner with us in sharing Christ and loving people all across the globe. This program has been made possible by the friends and partners of Joyce Meyer Ministries.